Thanks for coming along to And We Have an Office Doc, the digital agency podcast where we talk to agency owner directors and learn more about what makes them tick. From the things that make them similar to the things they'd rather have known sooner, where they've had success and where they've learned some hard lessons. All will be revealed. With your host, Chris Simmons, the agency coach. And he'll be talking to a different awesome agency person in each episode, asking them four questions and seeing where the conversation takes us over the next 25 minutes. Okay, so let us begin. Over to you, Chris. Thanks, voiceover guy. And on the podcast today, we've got Sam, the co-founder of Novus. How are you doing? Good, thanks, Chris. I'm good. How are you? Not too bad, thank you. Not too bad. So, uh, Novus, you've been going for about three years or so. And as we were saying just at the very beginning of the podcast, it's been relatively stratospheric, I think. And you've been you look you you look well considering how 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 far you've come in three years. So, first of all, give us a plug. Tell us all about Novus. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, so it's been a busy three years. We officially, myself, and my business partner, officially went on it full time in January 2019. And then I was just saying before I came on, I think. It, added the numbers up and we've hired about 40 people in the 36 months since then so it's been busy busy ass three years um and then yeah about no so yeah we're about 41 people now and we just do e-commerce and we just do e-commerce um we just do seo we just do it for e-commerce brands and the business is in like a really good position now it's like a 50 50 split of the more technical data side of things and then the more like creative digital pr link building um, so yeah, we're in, a, we're in a good place, and and it's nice to about, niche in. It's nice to be niche into what you do in terms of it's SEO and it's for ecom. Yeah, that's a, a massive. I think that's been a massive factor of like our success. So it's like mm. when I was when we originally first met. So I was in house at made.com, got a bunch of agencies to pitch to me. Budget was just stupid amount of money for made, and then. They were all like basically just all said the same thing. There was nothing unique about what they'd said. It was always back then the buzzwords were um, hero hub hygiene content. <laughs> littered, that was because they watched a YouTube like, video. I remember when exactly. that YouTube video yeah, came yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. So then being on the other side, it was just like, wow, okay, there's like no USPs here. Uh, and then over time being at made, I just realized like how niche and nuanced e-commerce was. So I definitely found a need there. And then myself, and my business partner just doubled down on it and it's helped massively. And and you've not been shy of a few awards. No, I know. I, I remember when we uh, met in that pub. I remember you voicing how much you love awards ceremonies and uh, <laughs> how much you love awards and how much you, they contribute. <laughs> you, I mean, they they con- they definitely contribute. They really do. And I think that you know you've got to know whether or not it's the right thing for the agency. And and winning them is is actually still t- it's tough. It's really tough. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Plenty of plenty was, of wins. Um, yeah, I was definitely on the same page with you when you were saying that. And then when we did start winning them, that's when I, yeah, I'd certainly underestimated the perception change that it gave us in pitches. Like we, we would just say like, yeah, we've won a few awards, but like it does change the perception when we're pitching. But then at the same time, I didn't realize the impact it would have on the staff and like how much yeah. recognition that gives them that their work is being uh, rewarded and like, yeah, having yeah. us that like award shelf in the office then uh, is really nice. But we started it's- winning a lot more culture awards recently which i find particularly rewarding 
I've, I've seen that and I think I think one of the things that that does sort of shine through from not just from the awards but just the the, the presence on that cesspit called LinkedIn um that you know, describing it <laughs> that, oh it's just you know what it's like it, but you yeah. do I, I, I scroll through it trying to see some stuff from the agencies that are doing well and things like that and and you know consistently it's a culture-based thing that I see coming up for for Novus and it's it's great to see because it's it's really hard to get right isn't it it is yeah um yeah i think the the that that approach was like we did it from the start it was like we had experience myself and my business partner met at previous agencies and mm. we basically wanted to build an agency that was the direct opposite to the experience that we got there uh yeah. it was not fun and only when you go through it do you realize how much it impacts your personal life and your, your mental health too so it's like mm. it, it like two or three years later we were both like scarred from experiences like that. And it's only taken like, it takes so long to get over that. Yeah. We wanted to build something the opposite. And yeah, I mean, any agency model or structure is just everything's about people. It's like, you know, staff that work for you, clients, partners, everything is just like people. So that's so th- like super so, important. So given what we've just said, the, the, the first question realistically is going to be pretty hard for you. What do you think has been one of the biggest successes that you've seen in the last three years? Uh, that contributed to our success. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think what was mentioned is now specialism. Like um, I read a lot about like agencies and like the discussion around, do you go abroad or do you specialize? And then if you do specialize, how, how niche do you go? Uh, that's been a massive help for us. It, it makes everything so much more efficient from like a sales perspective and processes and marketing. But like from day one, we knew exactly who we were targeting. So we wrote up those cheesy little persona things for yep. help massively. If, if somebody came to the site off, we got introduced to someone. It was like, you don't fit this bill. So we just want to talk to you and refer you to another partner. Yeah. Um, that helped massively. And then on the efficiency processes side, um, it's nice to be aware of like updates that happen with Google and like travel, finance, etc. But it just means that everything you read, you just tie it back to e-commerce. And a lot of our clients, they go through similar problems. So it's like if 20% of our clients are having the same problems, then we can roll that out to the rest of the clients and add value that way. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's good. And the final one on the specialism is, is the hiring side. So uh i'm biased but like e-commerce for seo is like a different level uh when it comes to like on-site strategy versus like finance or travel etc so we we when we were hiring especially in the early days people thought they were like a level above what they were but we needed to like get them in the door and train them up on the much more advanced technical side of things like some of our clients um they've got like two million urls so like that managing a website that has two million urls is a different beast and skill set versus managing an insurance brand that's just got 20 pages for example so it's like yeah all of those kind of efficiencies yeah and all of those pages are brochure pages so the the actual purpose of of a site is functionally different which makes an incredible difference when it comes to knowing what you're doing quite a lot of exactly quite quite a lot of technical seo is you know box checking in a sense but the other part of it is you really do need to know what that site is supposed to do and yeah. in order in order to make the right sort of decisions as to, to to what what needs to be done so if you bring someone in who's not necessarily done those millions of pages with a with an explicitly different purpose it, it can be 
yeah, quite a quite a, a shot shot in the arm for the ego. Um, yeah, so for sure. if you could build a time machine that only took you back three years, um, what one piece of advice would you give slightly younger Sam? Um, I'd, I'd probably say enjoy the process more than the outcome. I think in in just just yeah. in life in general, I think. I've only properly got my head around that concept like for about a year or so and I'm trying to apply it to everything I do just like even even just like going to the gym it's just like you you need to enjoy going to the gym and working out rather than the actual output of like trying to get healthier and then struggling, struggling, like, struggling with that one maybe you can help there <laughs> <laughs> same with reading too it's just like it's not it's not like the output of being a like more knowledgeable it's like the you need to enjoy the process of reading and like building your knowledge so like you mentioned before you came on you like to have the the audio version and the physical version that's like are you that's unique to you and like how you go through that process to build your own knowledge and then it's yeah. the same with the agency of just like it's very easy to be focused on i don't know like get into a million pound or get into 40 people or if your end goal is to sell it eventually like it's so easy to be obsessed with that yeah. but you just got to enjoy what you're doing and value what you have absolutely take time to like step away and just be like all right this is we've done pretty well over the last six months or eight months or whatever uh, i definitely say that enjoy the journey exactly so and then another one would probably be um i'm not one on quotes like i pretty i hate like cheesy quotes and stuff but one that I read about, I think is about 18 months ago, it was like, can't change the past, but you can ruin the present by worrying about the future. And when I read read that, I was like, oh, that really does relate to exactly what I'm doing. It's just like you're worrying about a client meeting that you did before, like a pitch, etc. Mm. But then at the same time, you're also like worrying about the future, of like where the business is going, like, are you going to hit the targets that you want? Google updates the algorithm, COVID, mm. e-com in general, like there's so much to think about, worry about. But then if you are doing that, then you're ruining like the actual day um and the present. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I think I think that's a realization that you have to kind of come to over time, I think. But do you think if yeah. you if if th- three years ago you'd have popped into into your own into your own house and uh and given yourself any of those two pieces of advice, do you think you'd have listened to it or do you think you'd have probably th- thought nah no chance no no yeah there's a mindset there's there's a there's a mindset in this uh yeah um, in this world uh that's the thing like you like you say you have to you have to experience it for yourself Mm. sure wholly agree is there is there something that you've um that you did when you when you in the last three years that you kind of not necessarily regret as in like a big mistake or anything but something you kind of wish you'd done differently or wish you'd started doing sooner yeah there's um i think i always say anytime i chat to other agency owners i always say um one of the regrets i do have it's, it's not a regret it is very much like so we started in january 2019 and then we hired first two people in march we took the approach of hiring two grads versus like one more senior person mm. and i would 100 percent recommend doing the senior first because we were just in our mindset at the time, it was like, all right, get two people, free up more time um, to do all the difficult work. But then they take so much more handholding and just like training that it actually just added to our workload rather than actually like freed us up. 
it it does and i think i think we all make that mistake i think that's a that's a natural part of like when you first start an agency because obviously whilst you want to grow headcount is required in order to do that but also you're looking at the bottom line in every single part of uh, of of every single thing you're doing and it feels safer to have a couple of cheaper people doing something really really important uh, rather than one yeah. person who's doing a lot of something very important and uh, but I, I i i think there's this when you've got the the processes the systems and you've got the operational functionality part of the agency right then fill your boots with with grads and interns and things because they need to learn at some point and also you know you shouldn't you 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 can genuinely have some really great people that you can train up as as you go but if you're trying to grow an agency early doors and then you're hiring you know green people it's it's very hard because you just you think you're helping them you think they're helping you out but actually you're spending a long time training you're spending a long time coaching them mentoring them helping them actually kind of get to grips with even some of the the basic jargon and and terminologies even exactly yeah and then it's not fair on them at the same time too it's like um like yeah you'd be halfway through sitting down and like you'd think you'd have an afternoon dedicated to helping them to grow and like train with them and like they can shadow you and then all of a sudden you have to jump on a client call or like go to a yep. meeting and then you're distracted you're distracted um yeah, but yeah like one of the grads is still with us now and she's like incredible and she's epitomizes all of our values and like it's incre- incredibly proud of how much she's grown over the last three years like she's way ahead of somebody who would have three years experience at another agency it's yeah. just that period at the start where it's just like yeah it just felt like it wasn't completely fair on her where it's like if we'd hired a senior then two grads then that senior could just spend their entire day with the grads and even just the grads shadowing them yeah i th- I, th- I think it's you, you're spot on i think in, in in the way you put it i think there's um there's a uh that you've got to have that senior in there first at least one to be able to afford some of the time that you can't afford um yeah at the very least uh but it, but i guess if if um if, if if one of those grads is still here now and you say she, you know she's she's like a top performer then then it proves that you know worked out. even if you were terrible as a boss early doors she's still here yeah <laughs> so i don't know why so, but yeah well i mean here. well done her for her resilience <laughs> exactly and then i think it ties on to that as well and now it's like anytime we create some kind of new department in the building and yeah. uh, department in the company we always try and get this we, we all tried to get the senior in first so it's like yeah again we probably didn't listen to our own advice recently but like if we were to create out a new um i don't know say like account management team or data team or creative team yeah whoever's going to lead that team has to be a senior first rather than trying to get a junior in yeah i I think i mean you clearly learned from that lesson uh almost clearly learned from that lesson so if there's if there's been someone who's uh listening to this podcast now and they're thinking of starting an agency in the near future or they've just started an agency and all they've really done is listen to us waffle on for 20 minutes or so what do you think one piece of advice that you could give them would be one gosh only one um if I split it for somebody who's not started yet and then Go somebody then. who is um so if you if you're not starting yet i'd probably say um gonna merge two together i think one is figure out the usp but then at the same time think about on your personal level like what is what is the worst case scenario so it's just like um 
trying trying to remove all of those risk factors in place yeah. of like if it does fail what is the worst case scenario mm. you just close it up your reputation yeah. might be harmed in the short term but long term no one's going to remember no one's going to care and you just move into another job but if anything i would say like if you did try to do that like the agent if you moved into an agency they'd probably value that more that you tried and you've got that like entrepreneurial spirit behind you uh, wholly wholly agree i had a, a i've done an interview with another agency owner relatively recently and he said that sometimes when he's looking uh, at cvs if it says that they started an agency and it failed th- at least they tried so you know if you start and you fall down then then it's exactly. not a, not necessarily a bad thing it's all part of the Otherwise, rich tapestry of life exactly otherwise otherwise you're going to be like 10 years down the line you just be like wow i regret doing that <laughs> i regret not doing it even yeah yeah absolutely and then, then what's the the other other piece of advice for somebody who's um yeah so if they've started knowing that like early crazy crazy early stage of scaling i'd say um free up time to like plan ahead so mm-hmm. a lot of what we've done around the year mark was like what what is the agency going to look like in two years time so like if we're a million now and we're three million in two years mm. what is the staff budget for that and then building out the staff structure for that three year agency so then you're hiring in line with the future rather than like right now otherwise mm-hmm. you're just too reactive and you might be hiring someone for a need right now but then that person might not be needed yeah. in the future and that, but and that, right now you could just get freelancer uh, uh, yeah exactly and, and also with 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 the, the job market being as kind of difficult as it is right now you might have a need that you, you you think you want and you're spending all that time and effort and energy to hire for it but if you don't know where you're going in you know six months to a year or two years time you might actually actually be putting a lot of effort into something where like you say a freelancer could do the job more expensive but at least yeah. then you know yeah we definitely need this role and then you hire them hiring uh, full-time yeah i got i got i got more advice for just like, <laughs> these these are, these are kind of combined these ones but like um, of course of course you've got more advice because as an agency leader you've gone through it you've made mistakes you've learned lessons and and you've and and you've got that like under your belt to behind uh, to, to uh to, to to sort of the success is evident of of the fact that you'll have advice for people <laughs> yeah 100 i think you need to figure out are you a strategy or deliverable agency figure that out quite early on that mm. impacts your pricing and how you work um big, yeah big time figuring out your why so like what is the end goal in like five to ten years and that is this is this a lifestyle business for you or is it like a business you want to scale and sell yeah and then on an individual basis it's like figuring out are you the disciplinary person disciplinary is that word like the the deliverable person in the in the agency so like oh, say, yeah, yeah. Say, say you're an SEO Imp- are you agency. the implementer or the yeah yeah are you the one doing the business side of things or do you love your trade so much that you don't want to get into the business side? So rather than trying to straddle both of them, yeah. if you want to just build websites to your developer, then that's awesome. And you keep doing that, then you need to find a way to get somebody in or support yeah. around the operational side of the business and then vice versa. Yeah, I, I've, I've, I've known agency owners who've hired a managing director to run the business whilst they run a department. Yeah, which um, is a big, big... Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you've got to be really committed. <laughs> yeah. 
and it's, it's one of them when you get to a certain point you need to the agency becomes bigger than you so you need to be making big decisions like that it's like are you going to hinder the growth of the business and everybody who works there because of your ego or are you going to do uh, i think like the gym shark guy is a really good example of this isn't he have you heard that story of like he was growing it oh, okay i'm gonna no it. no it's good for the, it's good for the, it, good, for the but... good for the content you see so yeah, he was growing it really fast and it's like super fast growing startup and new CEO, but then he stepped back from being CEO because he was too young and he couldn't grow and run a business that large. So he got a CEO in and then he took a step back and he was like, I think he was like branding director or something. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, branding director think, of a company that just sticks logos on t-shirts. It's amazing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I think it was only last year, so a few years later, then they switched and then he came back to being CEO. So it just takes a lot of like, not putting your ego and yourself before the business. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. And I, I think ego is a big part of running an agency in a good and a, uh, a negative way, which is a lovely way to end the podcast. Your ego is your problem guys and <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks very much for coming along and being a guest sam no worries thanks uh, thanks for having all, me all the best for the next three years thank you very much and best of luck with the uh live streaming of brightness here yeah that's that's happening uh, relatively soon but when you listen to this podcast it will be in the distant past nice. <laughs> <laughs> and on our next podcast we have a different agency leader to tell us their story and the things they've learned along the way thanks for listening